Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It is the Tuesday after the end of the regular season. We're going into Super Wildcard Weekend. We got game Saturday. We got game Sunday. We got a game Monday for some reason. It's still stupid, but we still have a game. Jared Bailey, Kurt Hamas are with you. This is Laces Out. Kurt, it's uh, it's good to see you, my friend. So many things went down this weekend that blew my mind. I'm a happy, happy football <laughs> fan today. And uh, a lot of things happened that I didn't expect to happen, but I'm happy. It's good to see you. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. And, you know, we, we love playoff football. And, of mm-hmm. course, we love when they get to the divisional round, the conference round. But I think Wild Card Weekend might be my favorite weekend just because – there's so much that can happen. There's upsets. Your Pittsburgh Steelers can go into Arrowhead and win, possibly, because they somehow made it to the playoffs. So why not keep this Cinderella story going and take down Patrick Mahomes? Who knows? But Wild Card Weekend is wild. I can't wait for it. Um, Buffalo Bills are in it. They're finally, finally going to have a home playoff game with full fans. They For the are. first time since, I believe, 1996, the first time yeah. with a full stadium in Buffalo against a division rival. I saw the stat today. The last time they played the Patriots in the playoffs, I think it was in the 80s some, at some point. So this is this is big. This is big. You know, division rival, you've already played them twice. You split the season series. It's go time, and I am, uh, I'm very excited. Playoff football is upon us, my friend. I can't believe the regular season is over. And the regular season ended with a bang. Uh, maybe the best game of the year, maybe the best game in the past five years between the Raiders and the Chargers. That was uh, an incredible game. You know, there's a lot of things that I want to touch on because we haven't we haven't done a show since Ben Roethlisberger's final home game at Heinz Field, which a lot of emotions going into that night. Uh, Pittsburgh gets the win, obviously. We see Ben Roethlisberger sitting on the bench. He takes the victory lap after the game. We think, all right, game against Baltimore, likely going to be his final game of his career. You know, uh, you know what my favorite part of that was? That Mason Rudolph almost ran out. There. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, what the – the <laughs> amount of numbskullness you have to have as Mason Rudolph to assume that you're going to be the one taking the knee there. How dumb that, do you got to be? That is one of the funniest things I think that has happened all year, that Mason Rudolph thought he was going to go out and take the knee for Ben's last stand. In yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like That's a Mason Rudolph question. That's not a Jarrett Bailey question. But regardless, Pittsburgh got the win there. A lot of emotions that night for Pittsburgh fans, a lot of emotions for me that night. And then we go into this week, and they play Baltimore. It's a typical Steelers-Ravens game, very ugly, very low scoring. That final drive – that is the epitome of what Ben Roethlisberger has done for the past 18 years. Mm-hmm. Two third and longs, one fourth and long conversion, then a long run by Najee Harris to set up Chris Boswell for the game-winning field goal in overtime. It was it, it was just so poetic that his final regular season win comes where his career began and he entered his first career regular season game in Baltimore. It's great. Um, Jacksonville! <laughs> everybody wanted it. Everybody was waiting. Everybody was, oh, what, what if? What if Jacksonville takes down Indianapolis? Do you know how wild that would be? And it happened. And, and the narrative, oh my goodness. The narrative going into that week was that the Colts hadn't beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville since 2014. Which is when, incredible. When Trent Richardson and Ahmad Bradshaw were the running backs for the Colts. Um and that streak continues in the most wild of ways. Trevor Lawrence throws two touchdown passes, one of which he saves a snap from going over his head, does a little wheel, throws it, caught in the back of the end by Marvin Jones. The Jaguars led this game at one point 26 to 3. Carson Wentz turned the ball over a trillion times. Our buddy Matt Perino was sure to uh, mention Carson Wentz to me on Twitter um, throughout the game. Um, but Sunday. As much as I love Carson Wentz, I needed a performance like that as a Steeler fan. Trevor Lawrence played well. The Jaguars' defense came to play, and they upset Indianapolis, knocked them out of the playoffs. And that, uh, which... that is just so wild because Indianapolis going into the playoffs, I was thinking, you know, maybe that's the team. Maybe that's the dark horse team that you really don't want to play. You, you got Jonathan Taylor, who's playing like an MVP candidate. Carson Wentz, if he has a good day, he can do fine. He can win the game, and then they have a good defense. And, you know, I was saying, oh, man, I don't want the Bills to play them. I wouldn't want to face them in the first round. And here we are. They're they're hitting the golf course. I mean, they already cleared out their lockers, and they're not even – they're going to be sitting on the couch watching playoff football. So 
absolutely wild, but what do you expect? I mean, that's that's the last week of the NFL season, and that's usually how things go. A division matchup, they're never a gimme, especially with what the streak is now. Like you said, they haven't won since 2014 in yeah. Duval County. So we'll see. Um, I, I just really hope that next year they open up the season at Jacksonville and what the same thing something? happens. That would just be wild. But um, it's – This AFC race, and we'll get to the NFC in a second too, but this AFC is pretty much wide open. I mean, there are a lot of good teams in this playoff playoff picture, and you can kind of make a case for anybody, maybe not the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you could really (laughs) make a case for anybody to kind of go on a run and and knock off a couple of these big teams. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals have been on fire – the entire season pretty much, but especially this uh, second half of the year, the Raiders are playing like they're just, they're a gritty team that gets it done. They can find ways to beat you. They have a good defense. Max Crosby is playing out of his mind. Right. And I mean, I like the Bengals a lot. I think the Bengals, now that the Colts aren't in it, I think the Bengals are that team that you really don't want to face. And if you catch them on a good day, you see Joe Burrow can throw for 500 yards and light you up. So to me, the Bengals are maybe the scariest team entering this postseason. But again, that's a young team. That's a young quarterback that hasn't been there sure. before, a young head coach, a new team. Maybe they're going to come into the playoffs and lay an egg because they've just never been there before. I don't know. But it's 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 interesting. I like the Bengals this, this offseason or sorry, think, this postseason. I think the Bengals are going to be in the AFC Championship game. I really you think. You, I mean, you look, you look at the path that they're – in my mind, the path that they're going to take, you know, they got Vegas uh, wild card weekend. It's a home game. Uh, offensively, they're much more talented in terms of personnel than the Raiders are. Defensively, you can make the, the case that they're more talented on that side of the ball as well. You look at all the pieces that they have. Like Trey Hendrickson was such a big pickup this offseason. Logan Wilson has been very good. Uh, Von Bell and Jesse Bates, the safeties. They pick up Mike Hilton, uh, the nickel corner from Pittsburgh. Their defense has been kind of the unsung hero of this team. Um, their front seven's been very good. Secondary's been solid. Um, and then offensively, look, we know how great Joe Burrow is. We know how good Jamar Chase is. Joe Mixon's had a really good year. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are both very good receivers. Uh, to me, on both sides of the ball, they are, you know, head almost head and shoulders ahead of what the Raiders have done. Now, look, Derek Carter's there's a lot of credit for what he's done with the Raiders, and Raiders Twitter has been letting you and I hear it for the past day and a half, and that's <laughs> that's what it is. Um, but you look at, in terms of personnel on both sides of the ball, I think that the Bengals are the better team there. Uh, and the way I see things shaping out, you know, they'll be the team that goes to, I don't see any of the wildcard teams winning this weekend. I think all of the division winners will win wildcard weekend in terms of the AFC, which means okay. Cincinnati will then go to Tennessee. I think they're better than Tennessee by a country mile. Um, I don't know about a country mile, but I, I offensively, I think... offensively, they are so much better than the Titans. Kurt. Defensively, sure. Defensively, the Titans have been so good. Offensively, the Titans do not scare me whatsoever. If I'm the Bengals, at least, I think that they go into Tennessee and beat the Bengals, and then they'll face Buffalo in the AFC Championship game. I do think that would be a close game. With, with you know, and everybody always says, "Oh, Derrick Henry's coming back." Derrick Henry practice. Okay, slow your roll because this guy just came off of a serious foot surgery and exactly. was expected to miss the entire season. So I don't know if he's going to come in and get 30 carries a game, let alone even 15 and be the same running back that he was. But whether he plays or not, I mean, A.J. Brown, when he plays, even if he's the only wide receiver out there, he gets it done. So a lot of these AFC teams are kind of the same thing like what I'm saying is if you catch them on a good day, they're going to light you up. But a lot of these teams are a little inconsistent in the AFC. So you don't really know the version that you're going to get. Um, but I I think I tend to agree with you. I mean, I think that the Bills can make a run because if they, if they when they beat the New England Patriots this Saturday, they go to Kansas City. They already went to Kansas City and won this year. They already got that monkey off their back. They have the confidence to go in there and win. And I think they want that revenge from what happened last offseason. Or I keep saying offseason, last postseason. So Bills, Bengals, AFC Championship. That's an interesting game. And who would have thought we would have been saying that six months ago? Sure as hell not you. you I mean, look, I didn't think I didn't I didn't think the Bengals were gonna be a playoff team. You were very down were, the Bengals. I thought they, you know, Joe Burrow coming back from a torn ACL. We didn't know how he was gonna play. Joe Mixon was god awful the past few years. I mean, no, no shame against him, but 
he was really bad the past few years, and they finally got the offensive line kind of clicking. Jamar Chase in the uh, preseason was his narrative was this guy can't catch a cold. And how now, look about at him, that? First <laughs> he's of all, proving like, everybody wrong. So and you I, and I, you and I were two people who came up and said, "What are they doing taking right. Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell?" Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and is more than likely going to win offensive rookie of the year with the way that and he's they proved playing. us wrong big time. Yeah. But I, I, I thought I really did think that the Bengals would be a five to seven win team. I thought they would be, you know, in these close games, but maybe just not quite there yet. And they proved me wrong. I mean, Joe Burrow is playing amazing, and I love this team. They're a very, very interesting team going forward. They're an easy not team only- to root for, too, man. Like you see you see what happened after they beat the Chiefs and they clinched the division. Everybody in the mm-hmm. locker room just rallying around Zach Taylor. It First of all, kudos to him. He definitely deserves Coach of the Year votes. He's done a fantastic job with that team. Burrow's been fantastic. He's such an easy guy to root for. Um, the entire team, really, like, even as a Steeler fan, like you can't really hate Cincinnati. They're just just because they've they've been so bad for so exactly. long. And how exactly. many times did we see them make the playoffs with Andy Dalton and AJ Green leading the way, and they just couldn't get it done? I mean, they haven't had a playoff win in so long. So this is a uh, it's an easy team to root for. And I mean, you got to give credit to the Raiders too, because like you said, Raiders Twitter has given it to us because we did not expect much from them and. Like I said, they're just a gritty team that gets it done with all the bad things that happened this year with their head coach, their leading wide receiver, their cornerback. I mean, you name it, this something has happened to this team, and it, they've powered through it. So credit to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I do think they keep this close. I think they keep it a close game to the back. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I think the Raiders will keep it close. Um, we've seen Derek Carr, like Derek Carr's had a very good year. Max Crosby's had a hell of a year mm-hmm. um, on the defensive side of the ball for them. So I think it's going to be that might be the best game of the weekend overall, just in terms of how close it's going to be. The teams, you know, the Raiders haven't had a playoff win since they went to the Super Bowl in 2003. The Bengals haven't had a playoff win since I think 1991 or something yeah. like that. I'd have to go back and look about the year, like. They made the playoffs a few times under Dalton and you know, Martin Lewis and A.J. Green, but they never won a playoff game. They were always eliminated in the first round. So it's either way, one of these teams is ending a big playoff drought this weekend, yes. and it's going to be it's going to be fun to see. But um, you know, we do have other games to uh, to focus on. Uh, how about the San Francisco 49ers, Kurt? They go into Los Angeles. Yes. They beat the Rams for the second time. Um, how how about those 49ers? Because now. You know, this is a team going into Dallas. Dallas uh-huh. has been very up and down this year. In terms of the uh-huh. wild card teams that could win this weekend, I think the 49ers probably have the best chance to do so. I think the 49ers are – they're the 49ers. They haven't really hit that, oh, my gosh, this team is great. But they haven't really hit that, man, this team stinks. You know, they've, they've been yeah. pretty even-keeled the entire year. And it's kind of the opposite from what, from what we've seen from the Cowboys. We've seen the Cowboys hang 50 points on teams – We've also seen them lose to teams like Denver. And, you know, they have so much offensive talent. I don't know if San Francisco is going to be able to control that. But there is a but. I think that San Francisco is going to hang in this one. And like you said, if there is any wildcard team that's going to win, this seems like kind of the easy choice. But again, I like Dallas. I do. I think that Dallas, if they can kind of, you know, click on all cylinders and keep everything pretty even throughout this playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they make a run in the NFC. I mean, the NFC, it's pretty top heavy. It's been like that kind of the entire year. Cowboys, Packers, those are really the top two teams to me. I don't know if I really have too much faith in the Rams. They've just been so inconsistent this year. The Cardinals were really hot to start the year. We saw that they were undefeated for so long and they just fell off a cliff. So we'll see. Um, if there is a, a team for me to pick to maybe go on a run in the NFC, I think it's the Cowboys. Um, that's where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, just because Dallas has been so hit or miss. Like you pointed it out, like as good as Trayvon Diggs has been, he's also given up the most receiving yards this season. So it's been really boomer bust for him. He's given up over a thousand yards receiving, but he also has how many ten interceptions on the year he's finished with. So it's been very boomer bust um, for him. Uh, and then offensively, like they've been very up and down as well. Um, so to me, like you, you look at how the 49ers are playing right now defensively. Off, first of all, uh, kudos to Jimmy Garoppolo. I know that this entire season has been about, okay, when are they going to go to Trey Lance? Are they going to go to Trey Lance? Are they going to stay with Trey Lance? 
They were down 17 nothing at one point in that game. And the Rams were leading 17 to three at halftime in the Sean McVay era. The Rams had never lost when leading at halftime. They were by, I think 45 and O when leading at halftime under Sean McVay. Garoppolo was a very big part of them coming back and uh, defeating the Rams. So kudos to him. He deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, and, you know, we can kind of give our total playoff predictions here at the end of the show, but right, I'll give a little bit of a hint. I do think that San Francisco does more than hang around in this game. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised either way, whoever wins this game. Um, but it's one of the best offenses in the NFL against one yes. of the best defenses in the NFL. So when you get that matchup, uh, it's going to be a slugfest the entire way. So. Sure. I, I like this game. I think that's an interesting game at the 4.30 window on Sunday. Um, 1 o'clock, Eagles, Bucks. Is it going to be Bucks are going to win. Bucks are gonna win. I think Bucks are going to win. I don't know. What What is the spread on this? Do you know it off the top of your head? I can pull it up real quick, actually. I don't hear it. Well, let's guess what the spread is because I don't know it. I'll say Bucks minus 5.5. Okay. Hey, betting is legal in New York now, so uh, I'm, oh, I got to get, get into it now. There so. you go. Um. Let's see, Bucks, Eagles. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Vegas heavily favors Tom Brady. I'm gonna say eight up. and a half. Eight and a half. I said five and a half. It is. Wow, you were spot on. Eight and a half for Tampa. Bay. No way, really. Okay, Minus eight and a half. Yep. See, I I think Philly covers that. I think Philly stays. I think they cover it too. To be honest with you, I do. Philly's think Philly's defense cover has it. been very underrated this year. And very good. They they've had some highs. They've had some lows, but. You know they they've been kind of near the top of the league in a lot of categories, and the Bucks are pretty beat up. They've been beat up pretty much all year long. Um, it seems like the Eagles are kind of towards the end of the year they were figuring out. They're figuring out what to do with that run game. Uh, they were kind of they figured it out though, didn't they? They, they did very they much figured it out at the start of the year. People were calling for heads in Philly. Yeah. they couldn't figure it out for the life of them, and now they kind of get a rhythm here. Um, you know. It comes down to quarterback play, and Devontae Smith has been good this year. There's not a ton of weapons on that team. Uh, Dallas Goddard's another big weapon there, but there are a lot of buck. Or there are a lot of injuries for the Bucks. So if Philly can kind of take advantage of that, maybe get a little, little dirty, maybe get a couple dirty goals or goals. Oh my God, my mind is on hockey because the Sabers playing a couple minutes here. <laughs> maybe get a, a couple dirty touchdowns. We'll see. They might be able to keep it close with them. Yeah, I think that they can cover an eight and a half spread. Um, I do think that Tampa Bay wins, though, regardless of that. I do too. Um, I don't think I don't think Tom Brady's going out in the first round of Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Yeah, correct, correct. That's a good that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, earlier in the year, Philadelphia kind of had a little bit of a mini comeback in the second half that had a lot to do with pass interference penalties that put Philadelphia in position to score. Um, that game was in Philadelphia, so this one being in Tampa Bay, I think that's definitely going to help out the Bucks a lot. Um, and I think that they, they'll win this game by you know, six or seven within a touchdown or so. But I do think that they win. Um, speaking of seven season, when we touched on Pittsburgh a little bit, they're going to be traveling to Arrowhead. Um, that'll be the Sunday night game, actually. Yeah. Here's the, seen, we saw this matchup already, and uh, it, it wasn't too pretty. So we'll and, see if, if they learned anything. Yeah. Um, Joey Molinaro of Barstool put out a great piece on this, basically saying the Steelers are playing with house money. They – have literally nothing mm-hmm. to lose in this game. Nobody expected them to be there. Yep. This is everybody and their mother is saying, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win this game. We'll just pencil it in as uh, you know the Chiefs advancing. Go out with a bang. Go down swinging. Pull off some trick plays. Go sure. for it on fourth down. Do a fake punt. Do just crazy things because <laughs> no one in the world expects them to win this game. So go out. This is arguably – if you lose, it's Ben's last game. Go down swinging. Do a bunch of crazy stuff. No one knows how much that shoulder has left. I don't know how much <laughs> is left in Ben's arm. But if, if you, he pulls off this game and he wins, you might see Mason Rudolph start next week because Ben can't throw. <laughs> if the Steelers go into Arrowhead and upset the Chiefs. Now, the last time these two played in the playoffs, I believe it was 2015 or 2016, somewhere in that window, the Steelers won 18-16 to 16 off six Chris Boswell field goals. <laughs> so it was a dirty game. It was it was by no means was it pretty, but the last time that they were in Arrowhead for a playoff game, they won. This is obviously a very different team for both on both sides, obviously. Um, if the Steelers pull this off, Kurt, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do something crazy the next time we have a show after this. Uh, you know, I said that I would dress up like Chris Motionless for a show. That might be a reason to do it. Okay. To, you to know, get I, full Chris I am Motionless. a uh, 
I am a big Steelers fan this week because if the Steelers do somehow, some way, take down the Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills get a second home playoff game next week. So I am uh, a huge Steelers fan this week. Always have been, always will be, because uh, if they take down Patty Mahomes, I will be a one happy man. Yeah, that's understandable. And if that does happen, then that would send Pittsburgh to Tennessee, which that's a team that they've already beaten, Kurt. Mm-hmm. It it's is. A that, uh, that's a team that they very well could beat again. Uh, they exactly. have the defense to do it. That's the thing. They have the defense to really beat any team. I mean, TJ Watt could beat them one versus 11. So we'll see. A um, couple turnovers here and there and give them good field range or field position. Ben Roethlisberger might make it hurt. Um, like you said, they have nothing to lose. Pull out all the stops. Go for it. Have fun in your last game. Exactly. Why like, not? If they're going to go down, I'd rather them go down swinging. I'd rather Ben go out like, you know, an old badass Western cowboy with three bullets in him, but still pointing the gun, trying to, you know, win a battle. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see timid Pittsburgh. I don't want to see punting on fourth and ones because if you punt on fourth and one, then you're just basically saying we're mailing it in. Go for it on fourth downs, pull off some trick stuff, run the ball in reverse with a Chase Claypool son because that was working a lot against Baltimore. Keep doing stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. don't just do this bland-ass Matt Canada offense, which, by the way, he absolutely should not be back next next season. And I'm hoping to God that once the season is over for Pittsburgh, they fire him. That's the first thing that they should do is fire Matt Canada because he's terrible. But regardless of that, they just need to go out, throw the kitchen sink at Kansas City and say, look, if you're going to beat us, you're gonna ha- you're, we're going to make you earn it. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's what they do. I'm really hoping for it. I do think Kansas City's going to win. Nobody will thinks Pittsburgh's going to win. Nobody thought Pittsburgh would be here. You might as well just go out with a bang. At this they, were, they were two seconds away from not being there because it was Sweet almost a tie in the Raiders-Chargers game. So, yes, uh, you can thank Derek Carr very much for that one. But uh, we have two games left to kind of talk about here. We will do the Monday night game. First time we get a Monday night game for playoffs. Uh, I think it's kind of dumb. But Stupid. what are you going to do? Um, Cardinals-Rams, we get it for the third time this year. It seems like that divi- those divisional games are always fun to watch, especially with these two teams, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford trying to lead this team, his new team. And I don't know if I believe in the Rams, but I also don't think I believe in the Cardinals. So <laughs> This is a uh, kind of a toss-up game for me, but if I had to lean somewhere, I think I would go Rams. Um, they just have a lot of firepower. Cardinals do, but... They've just been so inconsistent all year. And Kyler Murray was playing at an MVP level. He dipped down. DeAndre Hopkins goes out. Who knows? J.J. Watt might even play this game, and I just don't want to hear the narrative behind that if he plays because it's going to be unbearable. But who knows? Um, The Rams just – they're well coached. Matt Stafford's – not that he's really been there because the Lions haven't made the playoffs, but he's been in this league for a long time. He knows how to win games. He's got the talent to do it. Um – the Rams might go on a run here and not look back. Yeah, in terms of Matthew Stafford, I think he's 0-2 in his playoff career. Um, they lost to the Lions in Dallas. I'm sorry, they lost to the Saints in Dallas um, in his mm, playoff okay. career, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he's 0-2. I agree with you. This comes down to coaching for me, and I believe in Sean McVay more than I believe in Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and you look at everything that the Rams – I mean, they've gone for broke this this season, this I mean, since Sean McVay's gotten there, they've gone really <laughs> – The best five seasons. Exactly. They've really just gone balls to the wall with what they're doing. They're all in all the time. You know, the uh, less Sneed meme with uh, the, the F them picks thing with his coffee <laughs> mug is hilarious. Uh, but, look, they brought in Von Miller for this reason. They got Odell Beckham Jr. for this reason. Um, now, Stafford – I mean, Stafford's had a good year. He's thrown 41 touchdowns, ton of yards. He has 17 interceptions, though, too, Kurt, and he leads mm-hmm. the NFL in pick sixes. So – they had a big Cardinals, win. In. Cardinals have a defense to make this a, a, a very – they could win this game off defense alone. If Matt Stafford starts throwing the ball around and making mistakes, if the Cardinals start picking him off, they start ca- causing some fumbles here, Kyler Murray can make it hurt. So this is this is not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a very close game, as most of these divisional games are. But I think, like you said, I, I trust Matt Stafford more. I think I trust Sean McVay more. It seems like – I mean, my God, if the Rams go out in the first round after everything that they've done this season in the past five years. That would be just a giant, giant detriment. Yes. 
the amount of money that they spent, the amount of draft picks that they sent away, they traded for Von Miller. They brought in Odell Beckham Jr. Not that they had to trade anything for him, but they traded for Matt Stafford. Who else have they traded for? Jalen Ramsey. I mean, the, Ramsey, the amount of yeah. draft picks that they have sent out to bring in this talent, great talent, by the way, but it doesn't mean anything unless you don't win. So win in this first round at least, because if you don't, whew, the five fans in L.A. are going to be very upset with you. <laughs> The five fans. What a savage comment from you, Kurt. <laughs> um, I, I do. Th- I am going to lean Rams on this simply because coaching. Um, they have a little bit more experience in terms of playoff appearances. You know, Kyler Murray hasn't been there, done it yet. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury hasn't been there, done it yet. You know, McVay's been to a Super Bowl. A bunch of these guys have, you know, Cup, Donald. They've been to a Super Bowl. They know what it takes to get there. Um, so uh, I'm going to lean Rams on this, uh, simply because of coaching and the experience when it comes to, you know, being in the playoffs, uh, but Stafford has to protect the ball better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who's your, uh, who's your favorite in the NFC right now? I know it's still, you know, wildcard weekend. We got a lot of teams left. Packers got the bye this week. It seems like they're the most complete team, but we hardly really ever see the number one seed go all the way. So and we've seen what the Packers do in the playoffs. So do you have a favorite? Is it, is it too early to tell, even though we are in playoff time now? I like Green Bay. Like, something just feels different about this year. Um, mm-hmm. They've been fantastic on both sides of the ball. Rodgers is going to win the MVP again. Um, not so much on the fact that they're getting Jair Alexander back. They've got Bakhtiari back. They're getting Smith back. Like, this is already arguably the most complete team, and they're getting multiple all-pros back on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. Like, that's big. Um so the fact that, you know, this uh, the NFC, the road to the Super Bowl goes through Lambeau, they got home field advantage. Um, and in terms of who they're going to play, in my opinion, I'll, I'll get to that later, I guess. But um, I do, something just feels different about this year. You know, coming into the year, there was a ton of speculation. OK, this is the Rogers last dance in Green Bay. Now all signs are pointing to, OK, maybe he'll stay. We don't know. Hmm. Regardless of that, this does feel much different than it has the past few years. Green Bay to me is the best team in football right now, best team in the NFC, um, and they're getting a lot of guys back at the right time. So they're my favorite in the NFC. All right. All right. We got one more game to talk about my Buffalo Bills. Like I said, the first time they're having a home playoff game with a full crowd since, I believe, 1996. I think that's the right number. So I cannot wait. It is going to be around eight degrees, maybe feel like zero with the wind chill. So going to be a little chilly and i i don't know if uh mr mccorkle jones can uh stand that weather so we'll see um we saw what happened the last time there was inclement weather in buffalo he threw the ball three times and they ran the ball everywhere on the field so it's not supposed to be windy it's just supposed to be a little chilly so i think that this is a uh this is a fair fight this time there's not going to be 40 mile an hour winds they're going to be able to throw the ball the Bills have been hitting their stride at the right time. I mean, they really have. They've gone on this little run here, and they look good. Maybe maybe it wasn't the best performance against the Jets this past week, but, you know, it's the last game of the year. Just get it out of the way. Win the division title. You're fine. Get to the playoffs. That's exactly what they did. If I'm, if I'm New England, I don't want to face the Bills. I know that there was a whole narrative going on that, oh, New England definitely wants to face the Bills in the first round. They already beat them. The Bills are a better team. The Bills are absolutely a better team than New England Patriots. They the Patriots are a good team. They have good defense. They have they don't really have too much skill talent. I was going to say they have good players on offense, but there really is not too much skill on offense. Um, elite skill, I'll say. They're they're skilled, not elite skill, and that's what you need when it comes to playoff time. Especially riding in with a rookie quarterback who's never done done this before. Sure, he's done it in college, but this is the pros. So. The Bills have a far and away better team than the New England Patriots, I believe. I agree. And look, you and I, if the, if Buffalo does win like we predicted, you and I were spot on with this because we said this a month ago, what was going to happen after mm-hmm. New England beat Buffalo the first time in that fluke of a game in a wind tunnel. Um, <laughs> they were, we said they were going to lose to Indianapolis. They were going to lose to Buffalo. The Bills were going to win the AFC East, and the Patriots are going to be one and done. We're three for three so far, Kurt. We're only one <laughs> We're away. There. We, we almost look like geniuses. Hey, at and least some of our predictions come right, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody, you know, just, just, you know, despite our division predictions not going as exactly as planned. Uh, Which we, we made in August before any, nobody knows anything in August. We're just exactly. doing this to have something to talk about. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. 
So do I think that Mac Jones is going to go into Buffalo when it's zero degrees, throwing Kendrick Bourne, hitting the ball to Ramondre Stevenson, when Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and a very good defense on the other side of the ball at home, having their first playoff game with a bunch of crazy fans for the first time in 25 years are going to let them win? No. No, I don't. So, look, Belichick's incredible. Mac Jones has been – I get it. He's protected the ball well. He's done what he's asked of him. There's not been a more overrated player in the NFL this year than Mac Jones, and it's been so annoying to listen to week in and week out. Part of me hopes that he throws like eight interceptions this weekend and the Bills win by 80, just so everybody shuts the hell up about Mac Jones. Um, so, look, I agree. Buffalo. I mean, no, go ahead. You can finish. I think Buffalo's going to win. I don't think it's going to be all that close, to be honest with you, Kurt. I think that Buffalo wins by, I'd say, minimum two possessions, 10 point game. I think they okay. win by 10. Josh Allen and the Bills, McDermott, they've been there, done that. They've been to an AFC championship game. Last year against Baltimore, I think that's kind of when they really came into their own in the playoffs. Um, so I think that they go in, they win, and uh, advance to the divisional round. And uh, look, Mac Jones is a rookie. Uh, I just don't see them. And with all these conditions going on the road with a rookie quarterback, no elite talent on offense going into Buffalo and winning in a playoff game. I just don't see that. And, and that was my whole thinking while the Sunday night game was going on with the Raiders and the Chargers was, you know, if the Chargers would have won that game, they would have come to Buffalo. Obviously, if the Raiders win, the, the Patriots come to Buffalo. So I was rooting hard for the Raiders because if I'm the Bills, I would much rather face a rookie quarterback who's, like you said, never been here before, never played a playoff game, especially in a hostile environment like that. I would much rather take my chances with that than Justin Herbert, who maybe, you know, he's he's still young. He's been in – this is his second year, right? This is his second yeah. year, but he's already second got season. the Chargers single-season right. record for touchdown passes, <laughs> and he's already an elite quarterback. In he's, he's an elite talent in this league, and it's not like he was just placed in the best situation like Mac Jones was. He's proven himself. He, he has proven himself that he can hang with the best, he can beat the best, and – Maybe the the record hasn't gone their way, but I would much rather take my chances with the New England Patriots and, like you said, Ramondre Stevenson, Kendrick Bourne, and Nelson Aguilar than I would with Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and Justin Herbert. So the Bills match up well in this game. Like I said, it's not going to be a wind tunnel game. It's not going to be 50 miles an hour with a tornado in the background. It's going to be (laughs) a cold game. So, you know, it might be more of a run game, but the Bills' run game has been great the past three weeks. I mean, Devin Singletary. Yeah, what's looks gotten like into a, him, by the way? He looks like a man on a mission. He's, <laughs> I don't know what has gotten into him, but I love it. And maybe you can accredit that to the new kind of offensive line that they're mixing up with. They've brought some new guys in, they've changed up the line a little bit, and it seems like it's working. They haven't given up a sack in the past three, four weeks. So, it's, it's kind of working, and they're clicking at the right time. I think they're hitting their peak at the right time. And if if you play this game like you did when you went to New England, I mean, they beat them 33-21 when they went to New England. So you can do that again. I mean, it, it was cold that game. It's just cold. I mean, it's not like it's going to be raining. It's not going to be snowing. Maybe it'll be a little snow, but you can win this game. You are absolutely the better team. And like you said, they've been there before. They made it to the AFC Championship last year. They are experienced. Josh Allen is elite. I mean, it's... This is this is the time to prove it. Prove it that this division is yours, and it, it wasn't just a fluke. Back-to-back AFC East champions, prove it. Prove it this Saturday. I can't wait. I can't wait either, and I think that that is going to be what happens. Don't uh, don't mind me. I'm just looking for my, my playoff predictions so we can go through this together. Hmm, okay. um, there we go. I found them. All right. But, yeah, I do think that Buffalo will go in, you know, hold down the fort at home, get another win, and then we'll see what happens uh, – uh, you know, throughout the rest of the week um, in terms of where they would be the following week. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of our playoff predictions, we can kind of go round by round and uh, sure. tell everybody where we think um, everybody's going to you know, kind of end up. So I'll start with wild card round in the AFC. Um, I do think the Bills will beat the Patriots. Uh, I will take Cincinnati over Las Vegas. I just think that there's too much talent on both sides of the ball. It just kind of outweighs what Vegas has done. And the Chiefs will beat the Steelers uh, in the wild card round for the AFC. And in the NFC, I will take San Francisco to upset Dallas in Dallas. I'll take the Rams to beat the Cardinals, and I will take the Buccaneers to beat the Eagles. Okay. 
so I will start in the AFC as well. I'm going to pick my Buffalo Bills to beat the Patriots. Of course, I just broke it down. Do it. Prove this division is yours and that it will be for a long, long time. Um, so I got the Bills beating the Patriots. I do think this is going to be a close game. Not, I'm moving on to the next game. I think that the Bengals and the Raiders are going to have a close game. It maybe comes down to a final field goal. Maybe Daniel Carlson will have to pull it off again. Who knows? But I do think that the Bengals squeak this out. Um, it's just going to be one of those games where kind of two unexperienced teams, they haven't made the playoffs in a long time. They haven't won a playoff game in a long time. It, it might be ugly or it might be a, a kind of an offensive explosion. They kind of have the talent to do both of those. So um, I do think the, the Bengals edge them out just a little bit and they move on to the next round. And as for your Steelers, um, I hope they win. But I really think this is going to be a blowout. I hope they win too. <laughs> I know you do, but I think this is going to be a blowout. It might get ugly. Um, but it hey, the Steelers have a good defense, they really do. And like I said, if they can force some turnovers on Patrick Mahomes, get some pressure on the guy, who knows? Maybe, maybe Ben just has a little bit of magic left in his dusty old pocket, but we'll see. Um, if he pulls I, that out. Like I That's, said, if if they pull it off, Chris Motionless will get up next show. Promise. All right, all right. I, I, I'm waiting. I'm awaiting for that. Um, as for the NFC here, Eagles Bucks. I I would love I would love to see Jalen Hurts just beat Tom Brady in the first round, but I know I wouldn't happen. Why? Come on, you want to see Tom Brady go on another run and make the Super Bowl? No, I just don't want the Eagles to win. All right, fair. Well, you're a hater. Uh, so I'm picking the Bucks. I think the Bucks win that game. I don't. I think it's. I'll say it's a touchdown. I think they win by a touchdown. I don't think it'll be two scores. I think seven points is is respectable. Uh, the Eagles can, Eagles can march off into the offseason happy with that ending. Um, they really weren't supposed to be in this position at all. No, they exceeded they expectations. So put up a good fight. It'd be respectable, and everything will be all right. Um, Rams Cardinals. I think this could be maybe the game of the weekend. I, I really do. Just this every time these this division plays each other, it's always fireworks. Two explosive quarterbacks, MVP not this year, but they have capabilities to be an MVP. Two great head coaches. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of star power on these teams, but I think the Rams win this one. Um, if 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 the Cardinals pull this off and they can kind of catch the fire that they had earlier in this year. I don't know. That would be that would be interesting, but I think the Rams pull this off. Uh, and as for Cowboys 49ers, did you say you picked the 49ers? I did pick the 49ers, yep. Not only because I'm big on 49ers Twitter, but... Yeah, I think that's... You're just kissing, kissing ass. Kissing up, um, yep, yep. I'm going to go Cowboys just to be different from you. Uh, I think okay. that the Cowboys, I, they score a lot of points. They really do. If Zeke's been not the Zeke that we've known for the past few years, but... It's playoff time. It's a completely different season now. I think that the Cowboys could be a dangerous team in the playoffs. So Cowboys are winning in Dallas against the 49ers. All right. So from what I predicted, that would set up Cincinnati going to Tennessee in the divisional round. I think the Bengals beat the Titans. Kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, but I think that they would upset Tennessee and advance to the AC Championship game. And I'm going to ride with your Buffalo Bills, Kurt. Uh, I think that they'll beat Kansas City in Arrowhead. Uh, this just feels like their year, and um, I think that they will be uh, representing the AFC in the AFC Championship game as well. So that's set up Bengals, Bills in the AFC Championship game. On the NFC side, uh, Green Bay would host the 49ers. That has been their kryptonite the past few years in the playoffs. I think that they finally you know, exercised those demons. Uh, the Packers beat the 49ers uh, in Lambeau Field in advance of the, AFC, or the NFC Championship game. And I'm going to ride with the Los Angeles Rams, and I'm going to take them to upset Tampa Bay okay. at Tampa Bay and get to the NFC Championship game. So AFC Championship game prediction from me is Buffalo hosting Cincinnati, NFC Championship game Green Bay hosting the Rams. All right. I like that. Um, I'm going to be a little different from you. Um, so my divisional round would be Bills-Chiefs. Like I said before, they already beat them. They already went to Arrowhead. They have already done it before. They're, they're riding a high right now, and I think that Buffalo can really match what the Chiefs have on offense. So 
I think the Bills, I mean, the Bills do have a better defense than the Chiefs. The Bills have the best defense in the league this year. So they can do it. They can control it, even though they don't have Tredavious White. The guys in the secondary have really stepped up and kind of filled that void as a team. So Bills beating the Chiefs. Um, and as for the AFC, it would be Bengals at the Titans. Titans have a week to rest. Bengals are a young team. I think I would lean Titans. Um I don't love the Titans. I'm really not too high on the Titans, but I just think that, you know, this this Cinderella story for the Bengals with this second half of the year and, you know, this kind of lovey-dovey that the Bengals are America's favorite team, it's fun. I, I, I do like this team a lot, but it's just – it's got to come to an end at some point, and I think that the Bengals on defense are very good. Uh, they can get it done on offense. They really can. It, it depends on injuries, obviously. depends if Derrick Henry's playing. depends on A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. They, they could do it. Um, the Bengals could upset them, but I don't think they will. So I have the Titans winning that. Uh, as for the NFC, Cowboys, Buccaneers, in my prediction here, that would be a fun game. I do think the, the Cowboys win this. I know I said earlier that the Cowboys have kind of been an inconsistent Jesus. team. Cowboy, or Sorry, the Buccaneers have a lot of, a lot of injuries. They really yeah. do. Their defense has been just riddled with injuries all year. They obviously lost Chris Godwin for the year, lost Antonio Brown earlier this year. They're, they're missing pieces, and, and Tom Brady can only do so much with what he has. So it would be in Tampa Bay. Um, and we saw this game week one of the NFL, or the first game of the year. So we get a rematch here in the playoffs. That would be very fun. Um, but I think that the Cowboys could do it. So as for Rams, Packers, Packers have a week off. I like the Rams. I just I have more faith in the Packers. And like you said, it just there's something kind of different about this Packers team that <sighs> – Maybe I'm just sympathizing for Packers fans that finally they can do it. Finally they can get to a Super Bowl. I, I, I just I have faith in this team. They're a very complete team uh, and a very good team. So I would have Cowboys winning, Packers winning, Bills winning, uh, and Titans winning in the divisional round. All right. So to the AFC Championship game, Buffalo-Cincinnati, I do think that the Bills would get it done. Uh, this feels very reminiscent of the Jaguars Cinderella run of 2017, mm. except the Bengals are much better than that Jaguars team. Um, and they and, don't have Blake Bortles at quarterback. And they don't have Blake Bortles at quarterback. <laughs> so um, as great as this run is for the Bengals, kudos to them for Buffalo. This just feels like they're a year to get there. In terms of like linear processes too, like, okay, you know, Josh Allen's rookie year is a little bit of a struggle. Then they get to the playoffs. Then they get to the AFC championship game. If it keeps going up, this is when they get to the Super Bowl. So I think that this is the year that they're going to do it. They'll beat Cincinnati at home. The road to the Super Bowl will inevitably go through Buffalo, it seems, as uh, the Bills will host the Bengals in this situation and get to the Super Bowl. And then the Packers and the Rams, as much money as the Rams have spent this offseason, um, they're still going to come up short because I believe in the Packers so much and Aaron Rodgers and everything that he's done. And look, when it comes down to these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers protects the ball. Matthew Stafford doesn't. And it's going to be kind of fun seeing these old division rivals clash in the NFC Championship game. Obviously, Stafford spent so many years, you know, kind of losing to Rodgers with the Lions. Um, and, uh, you know, he'll lead the Rams to the NFC Championship game. Uh, they're an incredibly talented team. McVay's a great coach. Uh, but so is LaFleur. And we know how good Rodgers is. We know how good, uh, you know, a ton of talent that they have. I think they win, get to the Super Bowl. That sets up. Green Bay and Buffalo in the Super Bowl Woo-hoo. for me. That would be a that would be a fun time, and I'm agreeing with you here because I have in my situation Bills going to the Titans for the AFC Championship, and I think that's the perfect situation for the Bills. I really do because extremely they already played the Titans. They probably should have won. You know, you could you could blame it on a slip foot by Josh. If Josh Allen doesn't second. slip; they do win. There's a lot of things that could have happened in that game where they should have won, and if those things would have went right, they probably would have won by a a score or two. So I think the Bills are a better team than the Titans. I think they definitely want their revenge because of what happened last year. They got embarrassed last year, and this year they lost to them on a last-second play. So that seems like the perfect situation. Uh, Bills going to Nashville. We know that Bills fans travel well, especially to Nashville. So that would be a fun time. Uh, so I have the Bills finally winning the AFC, going to the Super Bowl. 
And as for the NFC, we get Cowboys and Packers, and that's a, uh, a rematch that oh. everybody knows oh so well. So that would be pretty fun. Uh, Historic, I think that, for historical purposes, that would be very. That would be. That would. I, I think that uh, you got you to gotta find a way to bring Des Bryant back into this game and, and have, him, have him be like a, a spokesman for uh, the Cowboys before that game. But um, Cowboys-Packers, like you said, I just have more faith in Aaron Rodgers, whether it be Matt Stafford, whether it be Dak Prescott. What, Aaron Rodgers has four interceptions this year? I think that's what it is. is the only Two of them are in week one. That's just incredible. I mean, especially having an extra game this year. I mean, well, technically he didn't play the last game, but yeah. no, he did. He did. He played for a little bit. Yeah. So four interceptions through 17 games. That is an unbelievable accomplishment for him. So I have more faith in the Packers. I think it's Finally, their year to make the Super Bowl, but I don't think it's their year to win the Super Bowl because I think it's my Buffalo Bills time. And to your point of the the kind of lineage that they've gone on here, it reminds me a lot of what happened with the Chiefs. Remember when the Chiefs went to New England, lost to Tom Brady in overtime. Patrick Mahomes never got a chance to get the ball. You know, the Bills go to Arrowhead last year. That's the big, bad giant in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. They just fall short to them seems like this is the year where they can kind of overcome that and make the Super Bowl. And if they play the Packers in the Super Bowl, I think they're very, they're pretty evenly matched teams. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is great. He's been great his entire career, but they can, both teams can hang with each other. They're, they're both great on offense. They both have good defenses. I think the Bills probably have a better defense than them. Technically, stats-wise, they do. But that would be a very fun Super Bowl. That would be not only because it's my Bills, but if you're just a football fan, Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl would be an incredible matchup. So Bills are winning it. Book it right now. That's my prediction. All right. So I guess we'll get to mine. And, Kurt, you know, I could say that we're on the same boat, but we're not, unfortunately. Uh, I do think that through all of the adversity, all the distractions that the last calendar years provided the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is just going to pull this one out of his butt, and the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers will get ring number two. The Buffalo Bills will be back by no means. Will that be the the last time we see Josh Allen in a Super Bowl? Um, But this just feels like the year. Now, believe me, I would like this to be a situation where uh, if the Packers were to get, you know, kind of one and done, then that would just open up the, the way for Aaron Rodgers to come to the Steel City, and that would be lovely. Um, oh, he's, go- he's, going to, he's going to Denver, sorry. Continue though. So when it, we have the whole offseason. Yeah, we that. do. We do. So I will. I will take Green Bay to beat Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers gets his second Super Bowl after a year in which nobody would have saw that coming. After we all thought, okay, maybe Aaron Rodgers wanting to be a Green Bay Packer leads them to a Super Bowl victory. Uh, but you, you know how wild it is that for two consecutive years we have a honestly pretty legit shot to have the host team of the Super Bowl be in the Super Bowl. I, the Rams could very easily make the sure. Super Bowl this year, and it's in L.A., so yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Um, it would be kind of cool to see, but I don't think it's going to happen. I really do think that this is uh, this is the year for the Green Bay Packers to finally get there, beat the Demons, get past the NFC Championship, get past Tom Brady, and get to the Super Bowl for the first time. What year was it? I know you know. 2010. 2010, that's what it was. Thank you, sir. Well, that's just burned into your mind, isn't it? Burned into my mind. 2010 <laughs> season. I guess it technically would have been 2011. 2011, right. The 2010 yeah. season. Good Lord, that. <laughs> Rashard Mendenhall doesn't fumble. I think Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> has three Super Bowl rings right now. And that's it's hard. It's hard to think about. It is. You know what? If, if Melvin Gordon didn't fumble in this past week, the Bills would have had a matchup <laughs> with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round. So that's that would have been a dream for me. I would have loved a rematch. But what are you going to do? Ben Roethlisberger would have marched into Buffalo and beat Buffalo for the second time in five months. No, that would not have happened. Um, But look, (laughs) um, we're both very happy today, which is, I mean, for different reasons, obviously. I didn't, I'm getting one more game with Ben Roethlisberger as a Steelers quarterback. Here's the thing as long as he plays well and they don't get blown out, like if he doesn't really turn the ball over, they look okay offensively, they lose by eight to 12 i can live with that as long as they just, don't get just don't destroyed. go down don't go down in embarrassing fashion sure keep it a close yeah. game you know kind of like what i said for the eagles just 
make it a respectable game. And uh, I think that's that's a happy goodbye for Ben Roethlisberger. But before we go, I do want to give a word from our wonderful sponsors um, after our to wrap up our show here. Uh, our wonderful sponsors are MMG Industrial. They are a production machining shop located in South Buffalo, right here in my backyard. Which, uh, you know, by the way, Buffalo's hosting a playoff game with a full crowd for the first time since 1996. Can't wait if you can't tell. Um, but they are uniquely suited to meet your machining needs. They have several uh, milling and turning machine centers, an in-house quality control lab, and flexibility of multi-shift staffing, and competitive rates. Uh, they can also meet your needs in a timely manner. Uh, they're also hiring, too. So if you're a CNC machinist, they're looking for you. They're also looking for programmers. So give them a call today at 716 716- 939-2114 or visit them online at mmgindustrial.com. Again, thank you very much to our sponsors and thank you everybody for listening. Um, it's can't believe we already flew through the regular season here, but we are uh, breaking down playoff games and it's uh, it feels good. It feels really good. It, it's bittersweet, obviously. I mean, we only have a few more weeks left of this thing and then uh, we go back to the off season and then it's going to fly by. Time is fake. It is... It yes. is not a thing. Um, but, yeah, we've got playoff football this weekend, wild card weekend. We appreciate everybody tuning in to uh, get a little bit of a playoff fix from us. We appreciate it, as always. Um, Kurt, where can they find you on Twitter? Find me at Kurt, K-U-R-T, Hamaser, H-A-U-M-E-S-S-E-R, 88. If you didn't see it, um, I my torso, hand, and voice <laughs> is in the Bills playoff hype video, and it was a very cool experience, um, you know, working with a great team. Uh, I, I love everybody that we're working with. I was very grateful to be able to be in that position, working with Daryl Talley and Steve Tasker, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it was great, and it, it really was a fun time. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on my Twitter. It's on the Bills' Twitter. It's everywhere. Um, but, yes, follow me along there for some fun times. Jarrett, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, at JBaileyNFL. Um, Steelers stuff for Steel Curtain. Now Steeler Nation as well. I do believe it is the biggest Steelers-dedicated site Mm. Uh, on the market right now. I know that they got okay. a ginormous following on social media. Uh, they Impressive. gave me a little, yeah, a little bit of a nice retweet earlier, saying that I was uh, joining them. So it was really cool uh, for them to do that. Um, but yeah, also five followers away from thirty five hundred on Twitter. So if you mm. want to go and give me a follow, that would be awesome as well. Um, but yeah, NFL coverage, fan sided, and then a bunch of Steelers stuff, wrestling stuff. Me and Ben Raven have a very good guest for our comeback show on the wrestling pod i cannot wait for it it's going to be so fun um so if that's your if that's your thing as well uh if you want to listen to me and ben raven's wrestling podcast that would be coming back within the next week or so um we'll send out a fun tweet about it and whatnot but yeah we're we're both really excited about it um so yeah at j bailey nfl on twitter uh, to keep up with all of it um we appreciate you guys for listening as always uh you know kurt and i have been doing kurt it's been it's been almost what two years since we started a long doing this. Time. My a long time, goodness my, my gracious! So, but yes, we appreciate everybody who's stuck along with us the entire way, and all the newcomers as well. Because without you, we would be here sitting talking to each other, and nobody would care. Maybe you don't care, but I don't care. Thank you for listening, <laughs> and uh, keep an eye out within the next few weeks as well. Because uh, let's just say bowl season is now over, and that frees up a certain. Uh, god of thunder for uh, a certain mm. popular show that we did over the summer mm-hmm. um, and i please i would love that i'm incredibly incredibly excited for what that holds as well so there's so much that we're going to be getting into cannot wait to do it thank you all for tuning in uh we will see you after wildcard weekend to break down everything that happened preview the division round uh right here on laces out we will see you guys soon thank you so much for tuning in as always kurt homister Jarrett bailey see you next week see ya Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.